Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today is the special episode focused entirely on the Nobel Prize ceremonies that the Norwegian and Swedish royal families took part in. So, before we get too far into that, I just wanted to do a little bit of housekeeping, um, just very briefly give you a rundown on what to expect this week. So, I have gone through and done my calendar for next week, or at least started it, um... So I kind of know what I'm doing, what the royals are doing, and here is the plan. Um, So I am going to hopefully record an episode tomorrow. Um, The reason I am doing that is Monday is kind of going to be a busier day, so that's going to be its own episode um, that I don't want to include with three other days. So tomorrow is probably going to be short, one-shot, very quick episode. Then I will be doing every other day this week. So I will start, um, I will do one Monday or Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and then Friday. And on Friday, that will be my last episode, um, at least traditional episode of 2021. So in maybe on December 31st, I or maybe it's on January 1st, I will be posting the special episode focused on Christmas and New Year's speeches, and then I will be doing two highlight episodes. Um, So I will do highlights from probably the first four royal families that I talk about, so Belgium, the UK, Denmark, and the Netherlands, and then I will be doing um, Norway, Spain, and Sweden on a second episode. And those will all be special episodes. I haven't gone as far to figure those out yet. Um, But anyway, we're going to jump into the special episode now, but I just wanted to give you a bit of an update about what to expect this week, as it is the last week of regular podcasting for me of 2021. Um, Okay, so The way we are going to do this episode is pretty similar to the way we have done some other award ceremony special episodes. Um, I'm going to give you a little bit of a background on the awards and then go specifically into the way uh, the royal families attended. Um, And so what that looks like this time is we'll do background and then we'll talk about the Nobel Peace Prize, which is the ceremony that takes place in Norway, and then we'll talk about the Nobel Prize ceremony that takes place in Stockholm, um, and then the way that each of the royal families attended in those countries. So, without much more fanfare um, or lead-up, let's get started by talking about the history of the Nobel Prize. So, I think everyone on Earth knows like what the Nobel Prize is, specifically the Nobel Peace Prize. I will say I had probably never heard of it um, like the other prizes until I started watching the Swedish royal family in 2011, um, but then became aware. And I think that was just something I was still in college when that was happening. And like my worldview hadn't expanded that much. 
um, whereas now it has. So I'm sure I would have figured it out eventually, but um, anyway, you know, that was my understanding of it was the Nobel Peace Prize. I did not know uh, that there were royal families involved or anything like that uh, until 2011. Um, so they, the awards were first given out in 1901 after um, Alfred Nobel passed away. Um, so he was a scientific person. He was an engineer. Um, he was very wealthy, very, very wealthy. Um, and he, the story goes, he was alive and came across his obituary. Um, his brother had passed and they mistakenly put his obituary out. Um, and he didn't like what he read. So he started to make some changes in his will, um, to have this life lasting legacy, which of course we now have. Um, and so when he passed away on December 10th in 1895, I think, um, in his will, he had left his fortune to create a foundation to provide these prizes that will give the greatest benefit to mankind. So that is what we have now. Originally, there were five prizes. So physics, chemistry, medicine, literature, and the Nobel Peace Prize. Um, in 1968, um, the sixth prize was added um, of economic sciences, which was done by a large sum donation from the Swedish Riksbank, um, which is a bank. Uh, it's like probably the government bank, I would imagine. Um, and so they provided a very hefty sum of money to add this as a sixth category um, and a fifth to be handed out in Stockholm. So it was agreed upon in the early 1900s that Oslo would do the Nobel Peace Prize while Stockholm got the rest of them. Um, however, this was at a time when Norway and Sweden were still technically unified. Um, like the... Most of the process had gone through and it was pretty known that they were gonna, going to separate, but they hadn't yet. Um, that was not completed until 1905. So that was after the Nobels had officially started. Um, but I thought that was very cool. Um, the royal families of both countries have been present at most of the ceremonies since then. Last year was obviously an anomaly because of the pandemic, but in modern time, they have been present at every single one except for 2020 because the ceremonies didn't really even exist in 2020. Um, and so that brings us into the Norwegian uh, Nobel Peace Prize. So I'm going to talk briefly about the ceremony and then um, the role that the Norwegian royal family played. So um, the Nobel Peace Prize was handed out in the actual traditional ceremony, um, the way the Nobel Prize, Peace Prize has always been given out. Um, the laureates traveled to Oslo for their um, 
to give their lecture, which they do at the ceremony, and then um, receive their medal. So um, this year was a little bit different in that they were honoring both the 2020 and the 2021 laureates um, because last year, of course, there was not a traditional ceremony. The winner of the Nobel Peace Prize did um, receive his medal last year, um, but he did not get to give like the lecture, which is kind of a requirement, and also um, didn't get to you know, enjoy all of the pomp and circumstance of the Nobel Peace Prize ceremony. Um, so the 2020 recipient was the World Food, Food Program. Um, their executive director uh, was the one to receive it on their behalf um, and give the lecture and things like that. But it was to a program, not a person. And then in for the 2021 laureates, um, it was given to two journalists who have um, really fought for freedom of the press, freedom of expression in their two countries, both of which um, have some extreme anti-journalism prerogatives. Um, so the first winner was um, Mar Maria Ressa, who is from the Philippines, um, which is a authoritarian right-wing country at the moment. It isn't always, but most of the time it is. Um, their president is very anti-journalism, um, and she is running a independent news newspaper <laughs> magazine, um, that she has been arrested for, um, and find and posted bail on and she in her speech um, mentioned that if she were to ever be convicted of these crimes in her country um, they are not legitimate crimes they are made-up crimes to stop the press um, she would be facing a hundred years in jail uh, which is a lot um, and then the other winner this year was Dmitry Muratov, who is from Russia, um, who also is the editor-in-chief of the most independent um, journal uh, newspaper in Russia. Um, he has had several of his journalists actually killed by presumably the Russian government, um, which is bizarre. Um... And so they both gave their lectures focused very much on a free press um, and very anti-social media influence um, for not being um, focused on facts, um, which was a really interesting, they're, they're very interesting lectures. Um, well, Maria's is, I, I haven't read um Dimitri's, I do know that at the end of his, he said, I hope all journalists die old, uh, meaning that they are dying before they should, uh, because of their work, which is, um, horrifying. And
and um, so they both gave their lectures as well as the 2020 recipient um, who talked a lot about the need for, um, because it's the World Food Program, um, a global community to come together to really knock out hunger because we have the capability um, because of billionaires in the world who just aren't helping. They aren't doing the thing they need to do, um, which is really sucky. Um, but, you know, I'm not a billionaire, but I would like to start doing my part in terms of hunger and, and lots of other things. Um, I will say this one pulled at my heartstrings, like, a lot. Um, and so, anyway, that was the ceremony. They were given their medals. Um, and then, in terms of royal family attendance, so King Harald, Queen Sonia, and Crown Prince Akun were all present for the Peace Prize ceremony. So they don't have an active role in the ceremony to my knowledge. Um, I've kind of gone back and watched some older ones just like skimmed through them on YouTube um, just to see if this year was any different and it doesn't seem like the Norwegian royal family has any active role in um, the Peace Prize delivery. They are simply there um, to hear the lectures, to support the, the winner, um, and just, you know, also, I think it might be a requirement of the foundation. Um, but they were in attendance. Uh, Crown Princess Matamarit unfortunately had to cancel her appearance. Um, she had a couple of events scheduled throughout the day in relation to this, um, but had to cancel because she had unfortunately gotten a cold, um, which sucks. But, um, you know. It's winter in Norway, and it's cold and flu season, and it's COVID season, um, and it's just not a good time to get sick. Um, so, um, they attended that. Prior to the ceremony, they held an audience with all three of the laureates, um, which is a traditional part of the Peace Prize proceedings um, is a meeting with the king and queen and royal family members uh, ahead of the ceremony. And then in the evening, um, originally I think everyone was scheduled to attend, um, but the gala banquet um, ended up just ha uh, Crown Prince Akun attended. Um, and King Harald and Queen Zonia did not, nor did Crown Princess Matamara, because, again, she has a cold um, and I think was getting tested for COVID. I don't think they have shared those results, so it is unknown at this point um, what that is. But, um, and I haven't found any photographic proof that he was at the gala. I just presume because they said he would be. Um, so anyway, that is the uh, Nobel Peace Prize ceremony. I really, um, it is kind of long. It's like two hours, um, but you can certainly skim through the musical pieces. 
um, and just listen. Like, I highly encourage you to listen to the lectures from both laureates that are giving their lectures in English. Um, and then you can also read Dmitry Muratov's lecture as well, um, just to learn about the, the pressure that he is under as a Russian journalist who is fighting for free and independent press, um, which is a really hard thing to do in Russia. Like, a really hard thing. Um, and so I would just highly encourage you all to do that. It was really incredible. Um, and now we are going to move over to Sweden and the other five Nobel Prizes. This year, the ceremony was still modified in Sweden. So last year was like no attendees. This year, um, there were some attendees. It was held at uh, the Stockholm City Hall versus... Um, I think it's the Royal Opera House, um, which is where it's normally held, but because of a lower attendance, they were able to move into um, the City Hall to do the ceremony, which is um, probably a smart move. Um, the laureates did not travel to Stockholm to receive their prize. Um, they received their prizes in their home countries or wherever they are working. Um, full-time as that makes the most sense in a pandemic world um, because there are a lot more laureates coming to Stockholm than there are to Oslo. Um, so it just made more sense um, to do that this way um, with the growing pandemic concerns. Um, that announcement was made like a month ago, maybe two months ago. Um, so I had to make the decision pretty early on. And so, um, because of that, like, I think it was just a choice to be like, let's be safe, um, rather than have to cancel things last minute. So, um, it was a little bit different. Um, they still had the agencies in charge of naming the prize winners come up and announce them and then they showed video of the winners or laureates receiving their awards in their home country which was a really cool concept um it was a very musically based ceremony which again i've skimmed through some other ones and i do think that's a little more normal um because the winners of the nobel prizes in stockholm do not give their lectures at the ceremony um, they give their lectures before during Nobel week. Um, so they have been live streaming those over the course of the week just to, um, obviously because there are so many Nobel prize winners and a lot of times they are shared awards. Um, you don't give as, you don't get as long. Um, and so they do lectures separately, which I think is a really great idea. Um, obviously because the medals, had already been handed out. King Carl Gustav does play an active role in the ceremony and does present the medals. Um, and so because those had already been handed out, again, this time the royal family did not have a um, active role, but King Carl Gustav, Queen Sylvia, uh, Crown Princess Victoria, and Prince Daniel were all in attendance. Um, I will just say I was very sad that the dress code was not gala. I am not surprised because not everybody was there. So there were no tiaras, um, which is kind of the best part. It's not, but like it kind of is one of the best parts of the uh, Nobels 
And so that was just a really, like, a sad moment. Um, when I saw, like, the live stream of them arriving, I was like, oh, okay. Um, both women looked fantastic. Um, it was a lovely ceremony. Again, very, very music-heavy. Um, but just a lovely, um, almost normal ceremony. So, again, th at this point, I think maybe we just hope that 2022 in a year is a little bit better um, and can see laureates travel all over. Um, but who knows? You know, it's a weird time we are all living in right now. Um, so anyway, that is what was going on um, in the Swedish version. There was no gala banquet. There was no dinner for the laureates. Anything like that did not happen uh, due to the pandemic situation. So it was very much just the royal family attending the ceremony. Um, I will say, like, if you're going to watch one of the two, definitely watch the Nobel Peace Prize. Um, it's just a little bit more... Um, interactive because um, of the lectures and things like that. So definitely like check those out. Um, and yeah, I will have pictures and videos up, uh, well, pictures up on thedailyroyal.com and on Instagram. Those will go up probably tomorrow. Um, and that is when I will talk to you all next um, hopefully, at least. I'm getting my COVID booster tomorrow morning, uh, Sunday morning, so hopefully that goes well, um, and I can get through the day and give you guys another episode. Uh, if not, we'll talk on Monday, hopefully. All right, have a fantastic rest of your day. Bye.